So, Mark, let's talk about this podcast. What do you What do you think? I think we should call us the Three Schmucks. The Three Schmucks. Why in the world would you want to call us the Three Cucks? What the heck, man? Dude, I said schmucks, not cucks. Jeez. Okay, wait, wait. How, how about the Three Schmoes? I think schmucks is closer to the truth. Okay, fine. We're gonna go with with uh, uh, two schmucks. Uh, two schmoes and a schmuck. How's that? Okay, fine. Three schmoes it is. Mark, after this conversation, I really could use a drink. That's it. Three schmoes and a shot. Coming to you now. Enjoy the show. Well, hello everybody in the Schmoverse. You know, Mark, you count down really well. Do I? I meant, I meant to... T- Uh-oh, uh-oh. We're a little tactical Since you're diffi- so good at counting, do it again, and we'll continue on. All right. Three. I was going to include what we've been doing, so Two. it didn't really matter, but you are improving to everybody what I just said about the quality <laughs> of your countdowns. Well, you welcome- work for NASA? <laughs> <laughs> welcome, everybody, in uh, the Schmo universe. Um, welcome back to... Yet another episode of Three Schmoes and a Shot, where tonight's no, movie no, review. No. no, This afternoon, because when we did it at night, it didn't record. So we're actually doing this again. Okay. <laughs> in the midst, in the middle of a cigar review that we're doing, which will, in now, I suppose we'll include that in the middle, but we're doing a uh, J.C. Newman, Leroy Neiman cigar. Okay. Which you're smoking right now. Is that surprising to you? No, not at all. All right. Hopefully the YouTube version of this works out pretty well. Otherwise, it's going to sound really stupid when there's a different cigar in the middle. <laughs> well, tonight's uh, Nope. Movie. This afternoon. This afternoon's movie. This podcast movie <laughs> review is the 2022 Christmas action movie, Violent Night, which I believe is kind of going to be a a holiday classic in no time. I I think it's going to be on par with like a Die Hard, uh, gets mixed in with Home Alone. I think it's that that good. I think it's Home Alone with a bone. Home Alone with a bone. Absolutely. Kind of how I... All right, well, great. Let's uh, yeah, let's continue so, with this. You know, because it's of difficult our... without the noise <laughs> and being in the bar scene. Well, then... we're sitting in a backyard. I mean, we have an Indian head, a pool, and all I have to look at is you and well, any porno I have on my computer. <laughs> so, yeah. well, you know, in keeping with our holiday festivities, I think this was an ideal movie for us to. Review. I really liked the movie. It was good, right? I did. And since you already know all the scores because of the faux pas podcast that we're redoing right now, I liked it more than you, and you chose it. That's how impressive this was. That's true. So why don't we go it over it? It had a pretty good cast. Yeah. I mean, David Harbour was Santa Claus. Dr. Socialist? He's a yes. self-proclaimed socialist. Is he? Yeah. He. Yes. Oh, God. He self-proclaimed. Obviously, he said it, but he's known for playing Jim Hopper on uh, Stranger Things from Netflix. Oh, right. Right. So, a, a, a yeah, formerly trained sheriff, wrestler yeah. and uh, jiu-jitsu guy. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. 
So he, he's been in a lot of good movies. Yeah, War of the Worlds. And one of your favorites, Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> well, more to the point, I like Suicide Squad. Um, Black Widow? I didn't like Black Widow. No, not really. No. Um, Black Mass was good. Yeah, Quantum of Solace was good. Yep. And A Walk Among Tombstones was good. That was a really good movie. So he has two Emmy Award nominations and one oh. Global Globe Award nomination. And he actually began working professionally in 1999 uh, in the uh, Broadway play The Rainmaker. So, oh, okay. Yeah, he's a very established theater guy who's been working continuously in theater since 99. So, and one of the most impressive things about him, yeah. he dated Julia Stiles. Oof. So, that is impressive. She's very flexible. Swing. Yeah. Two thumbs up for that. And you know when he got married to a lady, uh, Lily Allen in Las Vegas? Mm -hmm. And the uh, official was an Elvis impersonator. Now you've been married half a dozen times, Mark. And I realize <laughs> that, that you've had <laughs> various different kinds of people okay. officiate you. And the last time, somehow you found that stoner hippie rabbi. <laughs> uh, do you have any interesting yeah, people? Yeah, it was a great, great he was. trip, man. It was. It's like, I'm surprised. It was difficult when he, he told you to slam mm -hmm. your foot down on the ground, but he dropped his uh, his little roll there, and he was all upset that you put it out. <laughs> you know, I just realized we don't have Harry on this uh, episode. He is uh, He's up, up in, in Jersey, Jersey. Yeah. having Italian food. Ah, but that okay. will have no effect on his how, input how to this show. How you doing, Harry? I never said that. It <laughs> makes <laughs> for great radio, doesn't oh, it? Yeah. <laughs> it's dynamite droppings. But yeah, but you know, and this we, guy's a lot like uh, that. David Harbour's a lot like Harry. You know, the bipolar disorder. <laughs> well, I did like his uh, his portrayal. In the movie, that was a, uh, it was more, I think, of a Nordic type of uh, yes. Santa Claus, right? Yeah. And uh, That was I actually the 4th century Turkish. Okay. So, All which right. was interesting because we, we did have some faux pas in the uh, original. Ooh. So, yes, it was a 4th century Turkish guy. And you know what I found? I, re I was looking up Santa Claus now. Okay. You know, before he had the reindeer, you know what he had? What? A donkey. Is that right? Yeah, he walked around with a donkey. So yeah, there's a lot of interesting Santa Claus trivia. Not like the one from Shrek, right? Uh, I, I don't think Eddie Murphy. Okay. Yeah. All right. But okay. Uh, the Puritans tried to get rid of him. Right. But, you know, um, he became very popular with the Protestants. And then when they came to America, all those fun people up in Massachusetts wanted to get rid of them because it didn't meet their specific religious demands. Okay. But his popularity just kind of took off. And he really, present-day Santa Claus, wow, I have to remember, was it 1838? No. When, when they, the, the poem and, and the Christmas stories coming out about him in England, that's really where modern Santa Claus comes from. Yeah. Well, he, he withstood the Protestant Reform Reformation, right? Well, he and started he was in celebrated in the Netherlands. If he started in 400 and it's still Odin going, and he, he withstood all everything since yeah. 400. Yeah. And actually, he reveals in the movie that he was once a fearsome Viking. 
named well, Nicomun the Red, right? This, and he, this guy. And, yeah, this guy, and he had all these uh, Celtic tattoos and so forth. But it had, it had other. I like the Celtic. Larry Bird is one of my favorite players. <laughs> but it had other really strong cast members. You think he was better members. than Michael Jordan? This is like the big conversation now. Michael Jordan had huh. all the pizzazz, and okay. but when they went up straight up against each other, Larry Bird's team won six out of seven. Oh, Swept okay. them out of the playoffs twice. Huh. It's hard to say you're the goat goat when you couldn't beat the other guy. Now I'm not saying Larry Bird was the goat because I don't I don't know. I'm, but I'm not sure that you can actually have a goat in basketball mm. because. Everybody always beat everybody. Yeah, yeah. So there were other strong cast members in this movie, right? There's I know. John I, there, there were, there were good actors. He's yeah. not strong. He's a skinny little Scrooge. bastard. The other guy is like six foot five. He was huge. He's strong. <laughs> but he played Scrooge, and, and I think you start to get the uh, trend of all the character names. Yeah, but well. What do you think about John? Liguzma, the stand-up uh, comic. He's been in over a hundred films. Is that right? He's produced over twenty documentaries and made over thirty TV appearances. He is a wow. extreme. I mean, and most impressively, he played Luigi in Super Mario Bros. That's right. He's actually really good. He's got four Tony Award nominations. Uh, he's been in you know, Kick-Ass Two and John Wick, American Ultra, where we discussed him. Summer of in, Sam. Yeah, uh, you know, everybody's favorite, Romeo and Juliet. Yep. Uh, Moulin Rouge. He's been in a lot Lincoln. of, a lot of, and he got a primetime Emmy. Oh, get this one. For outstanding individual performance in a variety or music program for Freak. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. He was in Waco and ER also. Yeah, he, he's actually quite the actor. Yeah. And he was uh, Sid the Sloth in the Ice Age, right? But yeah, he was... So, so I thought I as the main bad guy, he did an excellent job. Was he really the main bad guy? Well, he, had, was it he had a lot of henchmen. There, well, but they had grandma. bad guys all over. Grandma was a bad lady. Right. right the, the, the kids well, grandma, were bad. Grandma uh, Gertrude in the movie was played by Beverly D'Angelo. Uh, played by Ellen Griswold. Everybody knows her oh, as Ellen Oh, yeah, Griswold. that's right. National or they thing. know her as Al Pacino Squeeze because she has uh, twins from him. Mm. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, she, she played, uh, did you know she voiced the character Lurleen Lumpkin on The Simpsons? Oh, no, I did not. That you know her? who Lurleen Lumpkin, the southern singer, is? She was a cartoon on The Simpsons. Yeah. We've just gone over that. Yeah, okay, there was no more to my conversation. Oh, all right, I'm not that deep. She, she also uh, did uh, Patsy Cline, right, in Coal oh, yeah. Miner's yep. Daughter. Yep. She was nominated for a Golden Globe. Wow! But she yeah. started working as an illustrator for Hanna Barbera, Hanna Barbera, and uh, also Deputy was a Dahl. singer. I don't know what she drew. Okay. But uh, yeah, she began acting in theater in uh, Rockabye, Rockabye Hamlet, which is oh. a musical Hamlet version. Okay. So apparently it was uh, <clears throat> quite humorous. And her TV debut was in Captains and Kings in 1976, but she was a hottie. Wow. She was okay. just a cute girl. Wasn't uh, Snagglepuss the one that said, exit, stage right? Perhaps. <laughs> well, yeah, just just goes to show and... how old I was since I used to watch Hanna-Barbera cartoons. You're, you're, you're old, Mark. Now, what did you think about uh, Jay, uh, Alex Hassel, who played Jason, who was the young girl Trudy uh, father? 
Here's another one of your favorites. He was in Cold Mountain in about 10 movies I never heard of. <laughs> so He's been in his dark materials and Cowboy Bebop, but I think those are like uh, streaming channels, maybe yeah, even like in his HBO. T- his TV debut was in Queen of Swords. I've oh. not seen... Oh, I saw Cold Mountain. Okay. I have not seen anything else he's done, period. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm good with that. Okay. You know, it doesn't keep me up at night. Other things do. That That's not one of them. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the main character, the young girl, Trudy Lightstone's mother, was played by Alexis Louder. Yeah, she's in Black Panther. Did you see her in Black Panther? What was she? Oh, she was... Uh, did, you, know, you don't remember her? Mm-mm. She was, as described in the... Uh, in the brochure, <laughs> the brochure. Uh, she played Nigerian woman number two. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, I, that was phenomenal. Yeah, that, I was, I, I'm trying to find out ball. who played Nigerian woman number one, <laughs> but yes, I mean, yeah, she was awesome. I mean, that 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 resume, it just it's sings just to you. But you know, sometimes you can get some understated actors and actresses. And they Especially just blend in a silent together. Movie. And they're very understated in silent movies. Yeah, but they blend together. It's just an awesome flow. This movie was about Santa Claus and a hammer, and everything else yeah, was the violent side and the gizmo. Those two made the movie. Everybody else just happened to be there. But but good support, good support. And Lee Brady, who actually plays Trudy Lightstone. Oh yeah, there was a ton of on her. Well, yeah, you know what? I'll start. Well, let me just start ripping okay. those out. All right. Okay, that's all I got. No, she was in the Umbrella Academy, which was a... How was uh, that, Mark? Did you enjoy it? I liked it? it. I saw it. I saw it all seasons. It was pretty good. Is that before or after you got arrested for pedophilia? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. But uh, then you started to have um, the henchmen, right? You had... Candy Cane, and you had Tinsel, like and she's an established. Uh, that that was yeah, Mitra Suri. Mitri Suri, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. She was in Seven Son of the Seven Son. See, I like her. <laughs> so, uh, Shazam's and Pacific Rim. She was on Flash Arrow and Supergirl, but she's an uh, established stunt performer. Yeah. So she's well, she actually was, really good. She was in Pacific Rim and Resident Evil Retribution, right? And she also did some. Um, Episodes of uh, Arrow, The Flash, and Supergirl. I said that already. Good. So that's it. Emphasis. You're fall, you're falling, so we're on. We're falling on, back on. on we're on concentration's the, not back to zero <laughs> like normal. We're in negative land. So we're on the same page. Very good. Very good. Are, but are, they had I other. You actually have a page, Mark. You're the only one with a page. Yeah, okay. I have a screen. What, you, what did you think about Cam uh, Gigandet, who played Morgan Steele? Giganet. Giganet. Sorry. Yeah, Mr. Burlesque. Mm-hmm. I actually like him as an actor. He always kind of plays an interesting guy. So, I, you know, he, he was uh, known for the OC and never back down. Okay. I like him. All right. I think he always does a good job. And then you had Eddie There's Patterson more. as the There's sister. More. Oh, yeah. Well, she was in Knives Out. We already discussed her in depth. Well, yeah, but she was in one she of was your in favorite. the Righteous Gemstones, which yeah. was also an HBO. She was series. in some really high-end movies. Okay, like, like? Uh, Mars Needs Moms, <laughs> yeah, Troop Zero, <laughs> and my person favorite, yeah. Helen Keller versus versus the Night Wolves. Oh, that's a good one. 
And there That's were, a classic. There were some others that sounded even worse. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But she's done a, a ton of episodes for different TV shows. Right. So, And then, and then you had a whole, you know, group of uh, henchmen uh, for Scrooge. Like you had Tinsel, Frosty. You had, um, like we already said, uh, um, Candy Cane. Then I think there was probably what mistletoe and there were a couple others out there commander thorpe and uh let's see who else gingerbread so i, I think you can kind of tell this is all christmasy themed henchmen bad guys but i liked it i, I thought everything uh, went pretty well together all right well why don't we stop now for our cigar break okay we're we'll just We'll discuss the cigar that we're actually trying right now. All right. And uh, we'll come back with the synopsis and the word of the day. Well, I'd like to, again, just do a quick public service before we officially cut out for our cigar break, and that is to let our listeners know that, uh, you know, we really appreciate you, and we'd like you to... Uh... Appreciate us with checks. Checks are better than money. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, please visit our website, threeschmozenashot.com, as really, well as our... I really our, need to update that, don't I? Yeah. As well as our YouTube channel of the same name. And please uh, like and uh, subscribe to our channel, as that helps us grow. So, thank you. And, uh, you know, enjoy the holidays with a good cigar. Maybe the one that we're uh, going to review next. What do you say, Jeff? Uh, this ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> the anticipation yeah, abounds. It, it, this, that's one ugly ash. But anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll have a, a more in-depth visual and uh, spoken answer on the cigar on our YouTube. But I'll, I'll include a lot of that in this cigar break coming up now. So we'll, <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. Let me choke down some more of this one. <laughs> Jeff, hey, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? <laughs> well, the sun has been a uh, a freaking bear today. It has. So trying to get just that right shot's been a little tricky, <laughs> but you did it. We'll find out. Yeah, very good. So this week, this yeah. is a very interesting cigar. This okay. is a Leroy um, Neiman. You know, from the, the artist Leonard Nimoy. Did you say Leroy? Oh, Leroy. Okay, I was Leonard Nimoy. I was thinking it was out of this world, kind of a Star Trek. Yeah, oh, anyway. that 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 would be wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this is the two twenty a two a twenty twenty three collector's edition cigar. Ooh, okay. Uh, a collaboration between uh, J C Newman, which right. you know from Maximus and those guys, mm -hmm. and uh, the artist Leroy Neiman, his foundation. Ah, and, so the band actually bears. Oh no, the band Leroy is actually Neiman. the 1978 Leroy Neiman um, Irish American Bar, patterned after bars in New York City. Ah. So yeah, it, it's okay. really quite nice, and I'm guessing that when I put the picture of it, it's going to go right in front of this cactus. <laughs> I didn't leave room on the sides this time. Which maybe I'll figure that out later. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, okay. Proceeds, the profits from this are going to 
support art education for public schools in Tampa. So all profits go to I say um, art, artsy fartsy kids in school, which well, is it's, really it's, quite it's, nice. It's the right time of the year the, for the Newmans, making a charitable donation. The Newmans have uh, donated a lot of money to the Berkeley Private School, and, and if I recall correctly, the sports stadium is named after them. Wow. So, yeah, quite good. Yeah. This is a... Um, I love the texture on the larger band. That's pretty cool. You know the wrapper? Uh, the, yep. uh, the piece of whatever yeah. on the outside? Yeah. Okay. Well, it has a um, Havano uh, a Rosada wrapper. Okay. Age fillers from that Latin America. Okay. And a Florida sun-grown binder. Yeah. So, yeah, let's take a look at Florida it. Florida sun-grown. Very, yeah. Why not? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really very pretty. It is. It's a Smooth. gorgeous band. It smells like cedar wood. Yeah. I don't know the age. It's a light color. So I'm going to guess it's probably going to be on the lighter side. Yeah, more like, creamy, More maybe. like a uh, Crown Royal type. Okay. Yeah, maybe. But I say we uh, give it a try. All right. And then we'll I come back. I think our viewers would like us to do that. But <laughs> Cacti. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. And uh, we'll come back and, and we'll tell you what we think. So yeah. we'll be back in a moment. We'll be back. Well, the wrapper was pretty. Yeah, the wrapper was pretty. Um, what do you think? I think I should start off with my normal beginning. Okay. Hi, Mark. Hey, Jeff. What do you think? Back. <laughs> okay. I'm well, really amazingly disappointed. Me too. You know, when I first uh, did a cold draw... It smelled like a lot of barnyard smells, you know, like hay. And so you did a cold draw, and you're discussing smell. Those don't really go together. Taste. Thank you. Yes, you are welcome. You, you watched Reacher. Specific smell. But I also smelt it. Details you know, matter. I smelt it unlit, and I. It's horrible. Mark. It's it's horrible. I mean, this it's, is it's a horrible, incredibly horrible mild. This is what I'm going to buy you for Christmas next year. All right. You know, if if someone. This is their first cigar ever. They don't know any better. You're going to move to Colorado and smoke pot. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, this is not but so no, good. So I, look, I wasn't very happy with this. Well, did you have any tasting? I tasted uh, nothing. Really. bitter. Bitter. With, it tried to be creamy, yeah. and it was bitter. My tongue became very bitter rapidly. I got some pepper. Very, very but imperceptible. Not enough to yeah. not enough to get through the yeah. bitter. It's almost yeah. like they didn't age the leaves long enough. I, th yeah. I think that's really what the problem is. You really needed another year to age these leaves. Yeah. I don't know where they got them. It was just they said from uh, what did it say? Latin America. So I don't know where they got the. Leaves. It didn't come from the Fuente yeah. Farms or anything like normal. What was the price point? Twenty bucks. Year kidding me for like a box <laughs> good i'm glad the sun's now on your face all right so let me give you the numbers okay i gave it a nine for appearance you gave it an eight i gave it a nine for construction you gave it a seven this okay. sun is really going to mess shit up it just came out and it was not like okay uh, we both gave it a two for smell. I gave it a seven for burn. You gave it a five. Right. We both gave it a two for taste. I gave it a 29. You gave it a 24. 26 and a half. Wow. So, That's got to be near our lowest, I think. I don't know if it's a near our lowest. 
you know, we, we've had some bad cigars, and this right. would be right there. Nice hat. Well, no, I moved it down just to block so my face would. It's not really working. No? No, no you All just right. kind of look like you have a hat that's too large. <laughs> a freaking disaster. Well, hopefully next time we can bring you better information and a happier cigar, but I do not recommend this cigar. No, ne uh, neither th do this I. This is what you buy your mother-in-law if you don't like her. Yeah. Wishing you a very happy holiday season. Yes. And Enjoy. we'll catch up to you next time. You and time. your family. Happy holidays, Mark. Happy holidays, Jeff. I'm, Peace out, everyone. I'm glad I could get, bring this to you. <laughs> I'm sure. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
you got Tinsel is killed by Santa Claus by causing him to be impaled by an icicle. That's that sort of uh, I've seen kind of sets before. the tone We've for seen all that. these. We've seen that in other movies, the old death yeah. by icicle. Yeah. And his reindeer scatter off, so he's, but he's they stranded. But apparently he left the loaf on the roof. They did leave a loaf on they the roof. They left a loaf on the roof. They did. But uh, these mercenaries are looking for what they think is 300 million cash. Well, do you remember the why Santa Claus liked Trudy's house so much? Homemade cookies. Homemade cookies, yes. And candy canes. And freshly squeezed milk. I'm not getting into that one. <laughs> there was a death by candy cane, wasn't there? There was a death by candy cane. Made a point and put it through the guy's eye or ear or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one I hadn't seen. I hadn't seen Death by Candy Cane before. Death by Candy Cane. All right. But he also kills Frosty. And that's when he starts uh, talking out to Trudy through this uh, walkie-talkie. Can you really kill Frosty? Because Christmas snow comes back every year. Isn't that what Burl Ives used to say in the Frosty the Snowman? Mm -hmm. That's right. I'll be back next year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm not going to be on the uh, holiday <laughs> singing circuit, am I, Jeff? <clears throat> so, not, not for the normal people. But anyway, so Trudy manages to get uh, away from the kidnappers, and now you got a kind of a home alone where uh, Gingerbread gets um, uh, uh, like um, you know, impaled. Impaled on on nails and stuff like that. That was funny. That but was you, funny. You know what? This, the cigar, yeah, isn't half bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. <laughs> and the more I smoke it, yep. it's amazing. Is I'm liking it even less. I'm in negative numbers now. Okay. But it's actually preferable to listen to you give this synopsis. <laughs> I'll bet. I'll bet. But. Uh, there's a big scene where you got a, a kill squad led by Commander Thorpe, and uh, Santa finds a sledgehammer, and using that as well as ice skates, he eliminates the kill squad. I, that, I like the decapitation by ice skates. Yeah, <laughs> decapitation by ice skates. And so, then, uh, like I said, uh, Home Alone inspired traps leads to Gingerbread's death. Santa kills Candy Cane before she can sue Trudy. And then uh, other members, Alva, Linda, and Bert, they thwart Scrooge's order to so, kill hostages because they killed Krampus. Let me ask you a question while you're <laughs> mumbling through your notes. Uh -huh. Do you think that Santa was a uh, troglodyte, a man, who, a person who lives in a cave when he was back with his Viking times? I, I think Maybe. so. I think so. Maybe. Because he is definitely... It, it would certainly lend itself to the myth. Well, he was definitely sang Freud. Okay. Well, you know, holding composure or coolness, sometimes excessive. Ah, it, okay. In a show of danger or trying circumstances. He and Leah, the little girl, uh -huh. were both very sang Freud. Sang Freud, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think that that's very uh, perceptive and, you know, yeah. spot on, spot on. So, um, anyway. Mark? Yes? You're very desultory right now. You're lacking in purpose uh, or enthusiasm increase your enthusiasm <laughs> this well, is your movie so pick. as so as the movie is going on santa ends up killing See, I'm doing peppermint this of your word of the day thing 
and Linda kills Jingle. So, you know, you're, you're slowly killing all the henchmen. And uh, finally, uh, Santa and Scrooge get into a big fight in the end. And Santa just happens to have a little bit of Christmas magic. So he does what Santa does. And he goes straight up this chimney. <laughs> Uh, and rips he, him in half. And he that rips him in half. There's a, severs there's his another, head. And cuts. Another movie I once yeah. saw where it was similar. Okay. And for the life of me, I can't think of it. Okay. But there was a movie where somebody had some level of magic <coughs> and went through a hole, and the other person didn't quite fit. Leprechaun or something, maybe? The original Leprechaun had Jennifer Aniston. Yes. And that wasn't it. No. No. Okay. She was a lot uh, cuter back then. She was. So, yeah. anyway, so they finally kill all the bad guys. And then at the end, you know, Santa Claus appears like he's dead, but everybody affirms their belief, well, he reviving was, he was him. Dead, but he came back. No. He got better. And so he gets a note from Miss Claus and a, a new gift sack, and all is right. So, I really think, like I said, that this is going to be a classic. I agree with you. For I, I, years I really, to come. I really enjoyed the the movie. Not your synopsis, but but I really enjoyed the movie. <laughs> so let's go over the numbers. Okay. I, I gave it nine across the board for plot, acting, location, like it, and intangible for a forty-five. Okay. I really thought it was one of our better movies. I agree. I like it. You gave it an eight for plot, an eight for acting, a seven for location scenery because those beautiful snowy backdrops are not what we like. <laughs> Large mansions with immaculate in interiors. <laughs> now you're from Oakland. I mean, from Oakland. <laughs> you and like, I used to go to it, Nevada all the time. Yeah, and in, it was all parts of Nevada. Some are no, like a little bit on the dry area. Like, yeah, but for like Reno. Remember when it Lake snowed in Las Vegas? That was fun. Oh yeah, that we had a was. good time. Yeah, that was eight for intangibles. You gave it a thirty-nine. Okay. Harry didn't give it a score this week because he decided not to be here. So we gave it a 42, which is on par with Mission Impossible. Yeah, it's so a it good was, movie. It was really well a good worth movie. a viewing. If you haven't seen it, I think you should check it out. So I, here's my thought now. And All we're right. going to start doing this, and next week we're going to do it even better than how this week is going. Because okay. I've come up with. Since you're so highly critical about every freaking aspect of these movies, <laughs> being the dick that you are, <laughs> now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to present you with a movie type. Okay. And we're going to decide who we would cast in it. Okay. And after this, I you know, like that. as I told people, we, we kind of messed up. The, uh, the first show didn't record. So after this, I had changed the idea to we're going to take a movie that was made and if you were to redo the movie, who would you cast? Okay. Because who would you cast now? That That's just a brand new yeah. movie. No, but now if you're going to try to recast and make something better, and that'll be in next week's show. I like it. So, yeah, because at first, uh, you know, we had the uh, jokes, and we decided to retire that segment, and then we've been doing word of the day. Yes, that's why I threw in those large words. Yes. Which, by the way, are word of the day. We have one. Yes, I do for this oh. show. It's a curmudgeon. Oh, a bad-tempered, okay. difficult, and cantankerous person. So St. Nick was portrayed as... You know why as I think you do this word of the day? What? Uh, because it's like your peremptory. 
You, you insist on immediate attention or obedience. It's very slavious of you. Thank you. All right, so, so let's yeah, so Saint Nick go was portrayed as a curmudgeon character in oh, the movie Violent Sorry. Night. Well, yeah, well. and and on the Three Schmoes and a Shot podcast, I give you the curmudgeon crew member award, Jeff. I can't wait to see if there's a come with a check. <laughs> <laughs> so I agree. I think that uh, we should retire the word of the day, and I, I like your can, idea. But I do like the idea of for an ending segment. I like the yes. idea of including. Yeah. D uh, different words. Yeah, well, it in, flows. In your remarkable banter. But it flows extremely well because now we talk about the cast, we talk about the plot, and then we end it by thinking who would we recast in a. So either the same movie, another I, I movie. I have five movie types here. Okay. With the extremely minimal scenario. Okay. I'm going to ask you who you would cast. Okay. Of living people. <laughs> All right. And the first one will be a horror movie. And you needed a villain, a hero, and a heroine. So who would you pick as your villain? Um, and don't tell me King Kong. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage is a villain. Yeah, he just did that Renfield. He was a vampire. Yeah. Okay. okay. I I'm going to go with Chris Pratt. Okay. Because right. I've never seen him play a villain, and I'd like to see if he could. <laughs> okay. And who would be your hero? The hero would be... This um, is a little more difficult. Who would make a good hero with to, Nicolas Cage? to Nicolas Cage's bad guy? Oh, man. Um... It's only a four-hour show, Mark. Yeah, Maverick. Mav oh, Tom, uh, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Yeah. Well, I, I could see those two going at it. That All means, right. of course, Nicolas Cage wouldn't get any money. <laughs> so I'm going to go with my hero will be Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, because okay. Because everybody wants an 80-year-old hero. <laughs> and every hero needs a heroine that can hang okay. out with him, and right. they fit well together. Okay. So who do you think would go well with Tom Cruise? As a heroine or as a... Heroine. Heroine. What did you call it? A heroine? heroine? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, Jennifer Lawrence. Really? That, that kind of a height difference? She's a foot taller than me. But that's fine. I have no problem with it. <laughs> so who would I put with Jeff Goldblum? And I'm going to say Julie Dench. Julie Dench, okay. So, Miss, she was the one from James Bond. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So she played M or something before she got killed off. I think she would go really well with Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Uh, action movie. Now, since you've viewed all of your action people up. And there are fight and dance scenes and, of course, a gratuitous sex scene. So you need to have your, your hero and your heroine. So I guess Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's going to dance? That'll be good. Yeah, right. All right, why not? He danced with, in uh, Lies, right, with um, the girl from Perfect. Uh, Anyway, yes, okay. And if I need I need to have a hero, I'm going to go with, oh, let's say the guy who plays Thor. 
Uh, okay. All right. All right Liam, no, what's his name? No. It's not Liam Neeson. Yeah, it's, uh, but, but him. Right, okay. All right, and who do you have as the fighting dancing partner of him? Um... I'm going with Amy Schumer. <laughs> yeah, that would be something to see, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, doesn't Amy Schumer have like two left feet? No, maybe three. <laughs> okay. Um, what about who? Who, who was the uh, the gal that played in Red Sparrow? That her name again? Jennifer Lawrence, you've already used her. Oh, I have already had, that's right, so. Yes. <laughs> like Congratulations, you're down to knowing the name of one actress. <laughs> who, did, who did you, oh, Arnold? Who would go well with Arnold? Why don't you say like Nicole Kidman? Like Gal Gadot or Nicole Kidman? I think Nicole Kidman would go well with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gal Gadot is too pretty. Nicole, okay. Nicole Kidman, I think she could do it pretty well. Okay. Now you have a drama which requires a love sex scene and emotional loss. Who would you pick? I'm going with Angelina Jolie. All right. What about Colin Firth? Okay. So now you need a girl and I need a guy. And playing... I'm going to go with Alec Baldwin. Because if he doesn't shoot her, he's a great actor. about Rosie Perez. Why not? <laughs> Again, this is why we don't get to make these choices. Right, and we'll just do one more. We're going to do a comedy, which is slapstick, sexual humor, tension with a hero and a heroine. Okay. So who would you pick? Oh, good. Tatum O'Neill. Okay, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. And I'm going to pick, uh, who's the guy from Silver Lining Playbook? Oh. Bradley uh, Cooper. Bradley Cooper, yeah. I'm going to pick Bradley Cooper. Okay. And, and who is your heroine? Um, Remember, sexual humor, tension, and slapstick funny. Madonna? I'm going to go, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see any sexual humor there. <laughs> I'm going to go with Juliana Huff. Oh, very nice. All right. And that's it for the show. That is, but I like it. I mean, that just gives our listeners an idea. Next week, we're going to pick shows, I think, from 95. Okay. All right. right. I'm going to pick a few of them, and we're going to have to recast them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you may pick some movie that started off as a horror, and it may end up as a musical. Sure. So, which, which will be an interesting... Yeah, but Take I think on what we're doing. I think yeah, but this gives our listeners kind of an idea of what this segment will be, and I think it'll yeah. uh, be well. Thank you everybody for listening. Have a great holiday season, and yes. we'll catch up to you next week when we're going to review Rock of Ages. Yes. So enjoy your family and friends, and uh, who doesn't want to see Tom Cruise singing? Oh yeah, absolutely. So. And I can uh, finally put the cigar down because yeah. my face feels like it wants to like rot off. So on that note, um, happy holidays. Peace out.